mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 355 of There's No Place Like Terror, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching Stargate Universe. Yes. Season 2. Uh-huh. Episode 17. Yes. Common Descent. Uh-huh. I don't have an AKA. My AKA is a Star Trek episode called Children of Time. Oh. Which it fits. Okay. Children I of like Time. It. Uh, there is a Deep Space Nine episode that this is very reminiscent of. Yeah. Um, okay. Which they meet their descendants as well um, that crashed onto a planet. Interesting. Except there's a there's a different moral quandary in that episode. Quandary. Q. Q stands for Quan. Quan stands for quandary. That's a Universal Studios joke for all of you. Nice. <laughs> I'm sitting here right before you gave me my countdown. I went, fuck, do I remember how to record a podcast? No. um, I hope we're still in your feeds. Um, (laughs) Let's start there. Uh, Thank you guys for your patience. Holy hell, it's been a while. It's been been a while. (laughs) Um, It has been... Let's not talk about it. Well, it's been a lot of things, but yeah. we want to be very grateful for everyone's patience and kindness. Um, we did not choose to just not be here. Kind of life chose for us. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate your patience. I hate when people just sort of say vague things, but I'm willing to share. I've been... Um, my family is literally on the furthest place they could be in the contiguous <laughs> United States. I mean, they um, could be Seattle, yeah, I guess. Barely, but... <laughs> yeah, make it a little worse. Um, but there's been um, illness in the family, been trying to stay on top of it. Everyone's going to be okay. We're telling ourselves that. We know where it's going to be Absolutely. Dying, but there's been travel back and forth, and it gets a little hairy when you're going from one side of the country to the other, and you're trying yeah. to stay on top of things and, and stay present, and you're not actually... You're kind of split in two. So if anybody knows how to do that, <laughs> let me know. Or if anyone's got a portal gun <laughs> that I can just portal back and forth with, that would be super useful. I, I mean, if there's a solar flare and a Stargate that we can, can take it. do something like yeah. that. Um, uh, anyway, so that's where I've been. And I appreciate everyone's kindness. And I know Nixie's been dealing with her share I have, of madness. I have... Changes, cool stuff, but I will share that part later because it's still in the middle, and I don't want to jinx it. Absolutely appropriate. Um, it's all good changes, just mm-hmm. stressful changes. Yeah. So that will hopefully, I mean, look, if we're real lucky, that'll be done before we finish Stargate. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be that real would be cool. So cool. Um, and then last we were gonna record last week, but I had like a two day Highland Games situation, and yeah. there was lit. When I say there was no time for us to record, I mean, quite literally, we barely saw the dog in two days. Yeah, yeah. I think I went to check on your dog a couple times. Yeah. yeah. It was Red Bulls were I had to just oh, stay alive through um, that weekend. Yeah, yeah it was it was insane. So we're here now and recording and we are to my my honestly my favorite two episodes of Stargate or yeah. Stargate Universe. Yeah. Period. These are nice. my favorite two. Not a spoiler. When we do the top 10 episodes, it's uh-huh. going to be these two. 
So do you want to share anything you've been watching or do you want to get right back into some stuff? I'm trying to read. Oh, season four of For All Mankind. Okay. Is I, Grace, we're, we're going to have to watch this series, the <laughs> yeah. two of us. I, I'm ready. I, so I, I will share that it became a couple. I learned that Amazon Prime and Apple TV will let you download episodes. Yep. So a couple of my plane watches were... Yeah. Um, the first episode of For All Mankind, but then I fell asleep because I tend to fall asleep on airplanes. Yeah, that, that doesn't, that's not anything on the quality of For Mankind. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm going to need to rewatch, but I'm in now. I think mm -hmm. I'm ready. I think I tried before and I wasn't ready. Yeah, and this season... I kind of want to watch For All Mankind and Man in the High Castle at the same time. Oh, that'd be weird. And do an interesting comparison. That would be really interesting because it's only the first season of For All Mankind yeah, that, that would, would kind of link up. up. Yeah. Yeah, that might be really interesting. Okay. Um, and then I've read a couple really uh, good books. Um, I finally read, listened half and half to patrick stewart's memoir oh nice making it so does he read it he does read yes! it yes which is why i was like i'm gonna have i started reading it and i went i'm gonna have to listen to this yeah because there are a few things as soothing in my life than the voice of patrick stewart oh i bet yeah <laughs> from uh h john benjamin for me yeah uh, the voice of bob from bob's Burgers. oh yeah well that's a different type of soothing <laughs> i should Archer, say yeah <laughs> But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. And then I'm actually in the middle and it's really hard for me to put down this really good memoir that came out like late last year called The Witching Year. Oh. Um, this is the one I recently told you about. Yeah. Um, and I'm it's so funny. And there are so many times and I love a good memoir where you're reading it and you're like, did I write this? Yeah. Are you me? Are you me? Did we um, me? As she talked about seeing someone in an occult shop and knew that she was safe because it looked like someone who she would find at a party to play Fuck, Mary Kill with Lord of the Rings cast. And I went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, with the Lord yeah. of the Rings characters cast. Absolutely. Well, either one. Honestly, either one. I'm not against either because one honestly, of those Because honestly, the answers would be different. Yeah. Between yeah. the characters and the cast. <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely understandable. I am with you. Um, I, I did not read anything. However, um, I did finally start watching Succession. I'm only <gasps> what, like yes. four seasons late or something. It's fine. Um, Better late than never on that series. I was just waiting for the series to wrap. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you wanted to binge it. I also had the, uh, luxury of watching with my oldest niece, um, <laughs> who is like watching with one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was really fun to watch with her and snark and laugh yes. at places where I don't know that you're supposed to laugh, but both her and I are like, this is funny, right? We're oh, laughing at this. I think the beauty of that series is you laugh because they've built it into be the awkward, yeah. like you're meant to laugh there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> it was amazing. So watch that. And then season five of Fargo. Just season five of Fargo. Um, it's phenomenal. And it just wrapped this week. Um, so I've been told, okay, Jodie Foster's in True Detective. Yes, that's a different I show. I confuse yeah. those two shows really say, badly. True Detective started literally the day, like the the week. Like last week, that, basically. Yeah, like back to back, one show ended and yeah. the other started, which is why maybe it's been a... Um, 
an interesting confusioning for you, but the seasons are all um I forget what the word's anthology. called. Anthology. Anthology. Yeah. Um and they're I I've I understand that there some of the other seasons like have Easter eggs that connect back mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. This one does not, but it is it it's like a throat punch right from the beginning. Gotcha. And then it's like it remembers to give you aftercare. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just. I think I. I. This doesn't mean a lot, but it does because it's Fargo. Yeah. By the end of it, I. I was crying. I was like, "This is fucking incredible." Well, you'll know when I've watched it when I come into work and my accent sneaks in. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you what. That part's really fun too. And Juno Temple, who we all know is Keely. Yep. From Ted Lasso is phenomenal. It's a great cast overall. It's, Who I still call Keyleth, even though it's clearly not Keyleth, and yeah. it's still Keely, but I still, <laughs> my brain just instantly goes, yeah. Keyleth. It's just a really good, uh, off the top of the people that you will enjoy. Yeah. Dave Foley's in it. Oh, I know there's a oh, ton okay. of people in there, but again, because they're both anthology, yeah. did, mystery detective shows yeah. i get fargo and true detective confused yeah because i knew jodie foster was coming up and for some reason my head thought jodie foster was in fargo because yeah. that made sense in my head and definitely yeah. definitely check this one out yeah um it's only 10 episodes um if you haven't already i mean i watched the first season because bilbo baggins was in i it. still haven't watched any of the other seasons but i finally will i okay. think this will be the time April 18th, <laughs> 2011. Yeah. Um this is this is here's a here's a big thing about this episode, Grace. Mm-hmm. This was written by Robert C. Cooper and this was directed by Peter DeLuise. Uh-huh. And after 14 some years, this is their final episode for both of them. Whoa. Yeah. This is Whoa, uh this is, I got so used to just hearing Robert I know. C. Cooper. And and Peter, Peter Deloise. Um and apparently according to Malozzi, uh, because you know, he posted a ton of stuff in his blog back in the day, and he once he said that apparently this is an idea that was originally spun up for Atlantis and it would have been there if they got a sixth uh, season. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine if Atlantis had done this episode? That would have been something. That would have been so good. It is, it is, uh, it's the Captain Planet episode is what I'm going to call Captain it. Captain Planet, um, he's here. Because at the end of the day, the lesson is very different than the lesson you think you're going to learn. Yes. Um, also, I just want to again point, I pointed this out before, the last time Captain Planet was mentioned in my life last weekend. Um, I was at, you know, if you've ever been on a cruise, you know, trivia is a big thing. Yeah. And they had a cartoon trivia I mean, Nick and I won it anyway. However, <laughs> one of the sections was on uh, team names and you had to name the name of the team. Right. And and they had a picture of the Planeteers. Right. And so I wrote down the Planeteers. The Planeteers. And then other people were like Captain Planet and they marked as correct. That's and I went, That's not the wrong. name of the team. That's the name of the hero. I mean, if you want to be technical, it's Captain Planet and the Planeteers, but the team's name is the Planeteers. If you see the Avengers, you yeah. don't write Captain America. No, you write the, the Avenging Avengers. Avengers. Uh, so they gave it to me still, but I was like, all of you people shouldn't get the point because Captain Planet is not the name of the team. No. They were not asking for the name of the ship. Yeah. Pl- Anyways, so. I'm okay. with you. I am 100% with we you. We have a couple of familiar faces 
in here. Um, Katie Findlay, I you've seen her a bunch. This is she was young. This is okay. one of her first things. She was in season one of Fringe. Oh. Also, How to Get Away. No, she was in Fringe beginning season one of How to Get Away with Murder. Okay. The Magician. Watch that. Nancy Drew. I legit loves Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, wait. I didn't realize she was in that. She was in that. Walker Independence. So she's, you know, she's going. She has a good run. Yeah. Um, oh, she's also Rosie Larson from The Killing. Yes. Okay. That's a show that I've heard a lot of people go on about a lot. It's, a, it's I don't know that you it would be your forte, yeah. but it's really good. It's one it's of those. It's got Joel Kinnaman, who's freaking amazing. I do amazing. really love Joel Kinnaman. But um, it's like one of those. It's almost a. So I think originally it was Norwegian. Not American. Yeah, yeah. but it falls into that quiet British crime you Which, know, genre. Those are the ones where they're not. My usual flavor. Yeah, it was originally Danish. Okay. They're not my original flavor, but if I get a person in it I really like, then there was like the one quiet crime one that David Tennant's in, and I basically could only watch. Yeah. And I was like, I just really like David Tennant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't sit here and binge this. No. They're not really built for that. Um, But yeah. I here's one of the things I want to mention while we're talking about her that yeah. I love about casting is something about her face is you believe that she is the descendant of both Chloe yes and Camille yes <laughs> at the same time real Chloe energy on yeah. her so I was like I could see this this makes sense and if you're a kid like me you will recognize Yazoo uh August Schellenberg who played Randolph and Free Willy Oh, yeah. One and two and three. Schellenberg. Sorry. (laughs) Um, He was also in Iron Will, which same vibe, same time era. Yeah. Iron Will. Was that the one? It has wolves. Yes. And it was the kid. Hang on. Um, He grows up to be an actor, too. Mackenzie Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was... It's a... Iron Will is another, like, core memory, but I didn't watch it nearly as much. As Free Willy. Yeah. Hold me. I think I did. I can't tell you how often. I was I was obsessed with Free Willy. I, I followed you. Keiko, the 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 Orca uh-huh. for like the rest of that Orca's life. Yeah. Um I was among the free Keiko people of re-release her back into the wild and and followed like I remember they had a big thing because it was in the early internet days when they finally flew I think I think it was a female um finally flew her up to set her free like you could track the plane yeah and I was tracking it and yeah I I I I really I was really into free willy guys. None of this should surprise you as again, you know how some there's there's horse girl energy. Yeah. Big dolphin girl energy. Yeah, absolutely. Should surprise no one. Under, yeah, without I can't a doubt. Tell me how many shirts like the tie-dyed Whalen shirts. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I had an entire bath set of like the soap. It was a trash bin. A, a toothbrush oh, holder. I remember when that was a thing. And like the the things, and it was all Waylon. Wow. My, My goal in life was to own a Waylon painting. <laughs> and you know what? 
It doesn't Still have to be, be over. Yeah. You could grow up to be the person that lives in one of those whaling museums. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I will say that there was a vibe. Um, there's a whaling museum where I grew up because I grew up on a coast where yeah. there are whales. Yeah. Um, and I think seeing the first... Um, so there's there's two things. There was the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yeah. Which has a giant life-size replica. Which is, I would want to go there for a different you, reason. Yeah. But yes... And so, and these are, you can also go whale watching. As someone who just watched Star Trek Four, yes, continue. Well, so, so yeah. <laughs> There's also the glass bottom boat tours. Yeah, and um, so I knew whales were a thing. Yeah, I knew where they were fun, and cool. I could always tell you the difference between which ones eat krill and which ones can eat people. Yeah, they don't want to, but they will. They can. Mostly they eat seals. Don't fuck with them. Um, and then we went to the whaling museum, and it might have been just like the slough, but they had like a skeleton boat, like one thing. Yeah. And I was like, how? <laughs> that might have been where my obsession with very large animals It's began. called water. That's yeah, how. Yeah. Was the beasts. Wild I can't beasts. remember where we were, but I do remember it about. I remember thinking the word baleen was a very pretty name. <laughs> Imagine. Like, it sounds so pretty. Baleen. Baleen. Baleen, um, baleen, baleen, don't take my man just because you can. I remember I was 11 or 12 and I don't remember. We had to have been somewhere here in Florida because I'm sure it's somewhere here in Florida and I should look it up and go there again. Um, because it's kind of the only place we went when I was really young that was like oceany vibes. Yeah. But there was like a Wayland store oh. and it had a ton of artwork and you... I was, so like 10 years ago, I got to go to Paris and I got to stand in, um, um, I just forgot the name, the, the specific museum it was. And I got to stay in a room full of Van Gogh and I was in tears. It was a very like emotional core substance. I think it was the exact same feeling for me when I stood in a room Full of like these absolutely stunning, like vibrant colors. I mean, they're one level down from Lisa Frank, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was because there was the statues and the paintings, and I, I think my parents had to like physically for like drag yeah, me away from this place. To go. Yeah. Um <laughs> so, anyways, uh also speaking of August. <laughs> His WikiArchil told me that he played King Lear in an all Aboriginal production of King Lear in 2012, which also had people like Tantu Cardinal in it. And I really fucking want to see a, a recording oh, that of that cool. production of King Lear because <laughs> damn. Um, actually, speaking of uh, Tantu Cardinal, if you haven't seen Echo, watch oh, yeah. Echo. Holy fuck. Real good. We'll okay. watch Echo. So... Remember that time we heard to talk about Stargate. Right. So previously on, remember, we have drones. Okay. They really want to destroy us for reasons that I know they technically said, but have never really been harped on. Yeah. We're just innocent byproducts of this long forgotten war and they want to destroy just anything. Just drones, NBD. That's yeah, not them. Just got a drone and they're like fire ants. They don't know why they're the worst, but no, they're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah. Also, um, that time that Eli and Gin figured out how to dial home while inside a star and how that went poorly. Just sideways. (laughs) And yeah, the wayward bus. So we start out with Brody and others just checking CO2 scrubbers. It's not good. 
Um, the best they can do is get him functioning at 20%. So I don't know if it's just because I watched on a different TV than I usually watch. Yeah. But I never know, never realized how much it just looks like butterbeer brewing. <laughs> it's like, nom, nom, You nom. should probably not that? eat that. <laughs> probably not eat that. Anyway, yeah. Um, and just to keep everyday interesting, Destiny drops out of FTL. Oh, and sure. upon asking Volker, yes, there are two gates. Mm-hmm. One is locked out. So obviously they know where they're going. Yep. Let's go look at some stiff. Um, Eli finds uh, Chloe and Ray. Yes. Um. Oh, I forgot. I, I missed the part that TJ finds Young, grabs him. People are getting infected by the CO2. Yeah, And TJ way, didn't know yeah. it was CO2. It's like, real quick, um, science guys um, are saying that filters suck. And they TJ's need like, confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> filters suck. People getting sick. So Chloe, Eli finds Chloe and Ray quietly chit-chatting. Yeah. Not a usual duo. Yeah. Not sure what they're deciding on. They don't come back to it later. No. It's just like suddenly people are making these new friendships. I don't want to use alliances because yeah. it really does feel like friendships. Yeah. They're trying to find things to relate to. Well, I think. And I think the purple fruit is one of the things. Okay. Well, I'll get to the purple fruit yeah. in a second. Um, I think part of it, you know, they will. We'll, We'll sort of get to discussing this later, but we get to that speech that old Mad Young has. Okay. About, you know, above all, we work together uh-huh. and above all, we help each other. Um, I don't know. I'm just making this connection now that, like, that kind of helps lean into that. Yeah. There is definitely, like, the vibes are shifting here. Some yeah. vibes are shifting. After a year and change, finally, people are starting to settle in for the long haul. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, look... It's not going to help us to just constantly be at each other's throat. I also love that they're hoping for these purple fruits that are on another planet. And I'm like, hey, we can't even get fruit on a whole planet consistently. What makes you think that a fruit is going to be on a different planet? Okay, here's what, here's my thing. There is a specific reason they are looking for this thing. And I also really want to know why. It's drugs. Because it tastes like shit. Yeah, that it is does. confirmed. Yes. It's drugs. It has to be drugs. See, and it's I was... also why they're best friends now. They went on a nice little <laughs> ayahuasca purple fruit trip. That's is this what I couldn't decide. I was like, is this something dirty that you're doing with the fruit? But drugs makes more sense. It is one billion percent drugs. They're because shrooms. why would it be like who's Camille fucking? I well, I didn't know if if it was if it was a personal satisfaction thing. I guess, yeah. I'm going with drugs. I'm on billion I mean, percent. Maybe they wrote personal satisfaction well on drugs. That that's possible. Yeah. I think this uh, yeah, although honestly, there's certain drugs where you're like, I'm in my own fucking trip. Please stay in your lane. That's what I mean. Um, but I think that the side eye and like the knowing glances are really about like drugs, Eli. It's uh, drugs. Uh, uh, you can't get high with us. You're far too I nervous. I cannot tell you how often I have been Eli in this situation. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, I don't get it. I really <laughs> need someone to spell it out for me. And we've already had to change subjects. It's and so like, this is going to come back and haunt me for the rest of the day because I can't figure out what obvious cue I'm missing. Here's who's invited to the purple fruit party, right? Yeah. <laughs> Camille, 
by accident, she may have been the one who found them. Yes. Because she wouldn't have been the first to ask. But they're like, oh, Camille, you're cooler than I know. Yeah. But it's it's Chloe. It's not Scott. No, it's not. It's Greer. Yes, Greer. It's Park. Uh-huh. Probably Brody and Volker. TJ. Although Volker, they're like, shut up, Volker. Just stop talking. Can you stop talking? Just stop talking for a while. But like Volker accidentally ran into it. And so they weren't going to tell him at first. Well, Volker is the reason that they don't invite Eli. Because yes. they're like, if Volker's reacting like this, then Eli can't come. Like, Eli's just going to go, Eli's going to fuck everyone's high. TJ is doing research on it. TJ is the uh, legal guardian, if yes. you will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone needs a chaperone. Yes, she's a chaperone. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're not hurting anyone, so yeah. go the fuck on. So I think off the top of my head, those are the ones who are invited. Yeah. Park. Maybe Vanessa, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Park, absolutely. Park is like the first one there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before anyone can tell uh, Eli or me what's going on, <laughs> um, Chloe sees something moving out in space because yeah. fuck drones. And I do like the Eli's like, don't change the subject. She's not like there's actual drones out there. Yeah. Just what they need. And the ship's under attack. Yay. Mini credits. Baby credits. So on the bridge, which is like turtling to protect itself, <laughs> everyone is ready to go. Uh-huh. Evasive maneuvering. Yep. Greer is ready to fire at anything that moves, which apparently he's gotten good at the weapons he's of destiny. He's got real Skywalker inside the Falcon levels. Of 100%. Good. Like, he's like swinging around in his chair, I know. doing it's, the whole it's thing. It's so much good. He, he needs like a little cockpit, like in the Millennium Falcon, where it's like, I'm going to dive in there. I know. Shoot around. Yeah. Um, I'm also assuming that he's been playing like Destiny video games for practice <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 you know that ship has like a training session for that. this has become his like i'm gonna go play some video games for a while a thousand percent yeah, i'm I mean, sure I can you imagine same. like it's a training sim i would never leave that space no if i could get a podcast it would basically be <laughs> the life that i have now so podcasts to listen to things to shoot at yeah the concern is that there's a command ship nearby, which would mean there's a lot more than these half dozen drones that they currently yeah. have. Plus, since they just dropped out of FTL, they can't go anywhere for two hours and ten minutes. Yep. You know, the runtime of a of a normal movie yeah. these days. <laughs> and the moment Greer gets the last of these six drones, that's of course, the moment they see the command ship yeah. in the far distance coming straight for them. So what do they do? Smartest thing in the world, turn tail and run. Yeah. They're going to try to outrun them because they just have to keep going for two hours and ten minutes. They already have a head start and they can just barely keep ahead of them. Yeah. We're going to try this, but. Down to the control room. So they're out of drone-occupied space, and they have been for a while, so why the fuck are there more drones? Yeah. Are they being tracked? Um, they don't know why. Remember, they do have that turned-off dormant drone sitting on board? Yeah. To study? Both Rush and Eli are like, it can't be that, but I mean, it could be. It but could I don't want to get rid of this toy, yes. so it can't be that. Yeah. It's not quite worth the risk, so <laughs> yeah, Young's yeah, like, yeah. throw it overboard. Yep. Um, this is where you start to see the changes in the crew because this would have been a much longer fight between yeah. them three. New problem. To mm-hmm. prevent burnout, Park is like, yeah, Destiny just turned off its engines. Yeah. Great timing. We're just coasting now. She's, yeah, this is, now. Yeah, she doesn't care that we're... A <laughs> Destiny in motion She's stays detached. in motion. Yeah. She is detached from our circumstances. Yes. She is here for herself. And you know what, Destiny? Good for her. Get it, girl. Get it. You take care of you. 
Um, so they're they're still pretty far ahead of the command ship, and they have an hour, and it's going to be cutting it very close as to when they can jump versus when the command ship's going to be on them. Right. They've already fucked up the engines by jumping a little too early before, and they really cannot risk that again, even if the alternative is a full-on attack. Yeah. Russia's like, I am telling you, we cannot risk it. Mm-hmm. And he's someone who would jump early if he could. So. Yeah. Scott, oh, Bernie, boy. and Greer carry the drone to near a bulkhead. Eli opens the door. It flies out in a little tag tag with the weapons, and it is now a former drone. Mm-hmm. And Eli just panics out a little bit as yeah. to, you know, um, I mean, if they even make it to the next one. Yeah. And, and, and you know, they weren't, they weren't even using, that's the only if they were using the drone to track them in the first place. Right. Otherwise, we, we just kind of threw it away. what has changed. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Cut to an hour later, and the command ship is on top of them, and out just pours drones out of it. Yeah, dun dun dun. dun. She found us. It's not good, and yeah. this group could easily overrun and destroy them. Already, explosions are going off just as the leading wave is coming in. They have to jump now. Eli points out, but Rush is like, literally, we can shields. We need shields. Throws everything they can into the shields, and we can see the final seconds of the countdown. They just had to last like a minute overall. Yeah. And once they're able to jump out of there, it's as fast as someone can press a button. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing the drones explode in their wake is fun. Woo! And all the alarms on the ship are going off, but it's bad. But they're still here. Yeah, we exist. We still exist. Yeah, so therefore we're fine. I do like Volker's response here. It's like, we're talking. Yeah, we're that's not dead. Go- that's how good it's going. Victory. Yeah. So they have at least enough time to breathe. Mm-hmm. In the cafeteria, Eli points out um, how close it was. And repairs are coming along the way. They got two of those repair robots because one's from the alternate destiny. Right. Eli would like more, but... You know, the main part is they're lucky to be alive. Yeah, we ha- we are alive. The end, yeah. Um, Scott goes, hopefully they can't track us anymore. And and Eli points out how much it sucks to start that sentence with hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I start a lot of sentences with hopefully these days. I know. And I don't think I've ever noticed that it sucks. So I'd like to think I'm in a better mental headspace than Eli at this point. I mean, listen, there's a there's a... The bar to be in a better, better mental headspace than Eli is not high. No, no but it is a bar. <laughs> it is I a bar. Succeeded it. It is not at the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're good. I'm not limboing under it anytime no, exactly. soon, but it exists. <laughs> yeah. On the bridge, Volker and Brody notice a planet coming in range. Yep. Um, and Destiny kind of wants to stop, and Young is like, nope, we're going to skip past it and keep going. Mm. But they do need lime for yeah. life support. Yeah, and it's for some, the coconut. Sometimes we have to hit the red stop and pee. Yeah, you gotta. And they've gotten a ton of repair work done, at least the big stuff. I wonder how long they've been running. Yeah, who knows? But they, yeah, it, at some point she'll, she's going to give out. Yeah. You might as well see if this planet is you know breathable rush can't guarantee it's going to be safe but also again they have to breathe yeah so literally breathe. you know what's not safe not breathing and so they stop and for now there's no drones mm-hmm. so they dial up kina goes out get ready to head to a brand new world looks surprisingly like the pacific northwest <laughs> you know what i had a moment because they're like like oh there's trees and you know trees are a green flag and then i wondered 
Is the color green a good color in our mindset because of trees? I think so, yeah. Like, that's that's a thing, right? That's yeah. color theory at work. So green flags being like, this is a go. This yeah. is a yes is because of trees. Because trees have always been like, hey, if we're here and we're green, yeah. everything and, and is cool. plants and yeah. all that, yeah. Everything is cool. That's all. I just went on a weird... I'm fine. I'm it's not fine. eating purple fruit. Color theory is fine. Yeah, okay. I had an entire senior thesis about how uh, the difference between red and blue in terms of emotion and cultural response to it as opposed to they are opposite on the electromagnetic spectrum in terms of power and energy. Mm -hmm. Welcome to art school. Yay. (laughs) I'm not judging. I went to a liberal art school. I made it. I did a final paper on Uncharted 3. I mean, mine was still a liberal art school. It was just more of that was an art specific final. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, the t- Scott's team goes out to check it out before the squishies come through. And it's not long before him and Greer hear something out in the woods. Yeah. But they quickly see it's just a few teens. What are the chances? Uh, here's what I can't figure out. Because they're not giving off strong vibes either way. Mm-hmm. Are they siblings? Or are they making out? I think... I don't know. Because they I, don't I... give strong vibes either way. I feel like they might be like, we've been best friends forever because we be. were both born on this planet. It could be. And eventually we're going to make out, so but we haven't figured it out So yet. it's like sibling energy that hasn't flipped yet. It ha- yeah. It's not. It's like <laughs> moving on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's not hardcore sibling energy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they drop their knives. They're not like weapon knives. They're like, we're yeah. in the woods a lot knives. Yeah. <laughs> and in my favorite moment of the episode... They're shocked that these two speak English. Yeah. As if most species in Stargate don't speak. I will guess. Not as often in this show. Here's what it is. They speak American English. Yes. They speak a very specific dialect, very specific intonations. It's not like, hello, fellow human. What are... I can't even fucking pretend to do it. It's fine. But you know, like, they sound like... They sound like us. And it's funny that there hasn't been any um, dialect shift in 2,000 years. Yeah, that is really... That's, I think, the part where I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's one of those where there is, but you don't know it unless you're in it. It's when, when I went home for a few weeks recently, mm-hmm. I, before coming, before going home for a while, Yeah, I, I know we've had this conversation on the pod. I couldn't tell you what my accent is. There is no accent as far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh, and I told you that I you call home and your accent shifts. Yeah, and so when I went home, I was like, oh, I'm hearing it all around me. Yeah. I was literally at dinner one day, and the girl behind me was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. It's so specific, because it's not the California Valley. No. It's not, the, it's not any of the ones you know, but it is a very specific sound, and I was like, holy cow. It's more so, staccato. Yeah, so maybe it's there. We just weren't around long enough to pick it up. Maybe, because yeah. I know if I call, you know, some of my college friends and my <laughs> yeah. friends from up north, it's just game over. <laughs> it's the same as if you put two beers in me. Sure, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. We're going to watch the Lions game tomorrow. This is going to come out after we find out what happens in the Lions game. Oh so, boy. you know, oh no one tell me from the future. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you in the middle of that game, just because it's back in Detroit, which Detroit isn't even a place that has like a quote unquote northern accent. Yeah. It'll be out. So, uh, yeah. 
Um, it's Jason and Ellie. We uh-huh. learned their names. I love the name Ellie. So I know much. you do. I don't know why you would like the name I Ellie just so love much. It so much. And even more weird than them being shocked that they came through the gate is that they recognize Scott and Greer as the ancestors. Yeah, what a what a choice. <laughs> Which I can imagine, like, how are they not peeing their pants? Because the Scott and Greer are still aggressively pointing their weapons at them. Yeah, imagine suddenly, like, the literal manifestation of, I don't know, the Buddha or, yeah. or actual Jesus. I, I guess, I don't know. People would be weirded out. I mean, I wrote it down later. This is like... It's like meeting Cleopatra and Julius Caesar and stuff yeah. like that. Like those are two thousand years ago. Yeah, for us. that's fair. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like meeting that level of our history. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and you know, luckily for them, they really are as pretty as yes. they thought they were. <laughs> yes. Um. So briefing time. Some some um, lore dumps here. Mm-hmm. Young explains. Um, to our group that Scott was told that yes. their civilization was founded 2,000 years ago by the crew of Destiny. There's even copies of the original Kino footage which features Scott and Greer which is how their faces are known. Yeah. Because um, remember that time that Destiny dialed inside the star and only Telford made it home and yeah. Rush was on the ship. So the whole ship um, went back in time 12 hours and they went through the gate. Yeah. And Eli figures the other crew didn't die. Yeah. When they went through the gate, instead of going back to Earth like Telford was, they, they actually went, went back, back to thousand years ago. And because Destiny wasn't there, they were shunted over to a close gate. Mm-hmm. So then you have this question, like... They're the alternate Destiny's descendants, but it's still their DNA. And up until that moment they went through the gate, it was the same person. Right. Right. So it's not their descendants, but it basically can But it kind of are. is, yeah. Yeah. And seriously, is Eli the only one who thinks that this is the coolest thing ever? Apparently, yes. I think the others are just too tired right yeah. now to... Like, he's never too exhausted or world-weary to think about how cool these moments are. And that is one of Eli's greatest traits. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the rest of them are like, Eli, nobody has a fucking energy for this. (laughs) And that's really where they're coming from. I don't think it's that it's not cool. They're just like, can we focus on not dying? I can't process it yet. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, my cortisone levels are through the fucking roof. I just want to keep existing. And Eli's also already fascinated and already wants to know, like, how they survived, how they developed into a society, their entire history. Like, what he's like, give me the just just directly input it into my brain. Yeah. It's like Sim Earth. Hmm. And there's no drones for now. They're good for the moment. And yes, this is all very interesting to learn about. Um, But remember how they stopped Rush in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, remember how we stopped here because we need the lime. Yeah. Hey, remember that there's a reason we're here? Yeah. We got margaritas <laughs> to make. So more people head through the gate. Eli, Chloe, Ray. And of course, Ellie recognizes them all as well. It's a little sure. weird. Again, it's like seeing Cleopatra, you know, in the flesh in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, you know, you see all the greatest philosophers. 
If you saw Leonardo da Vinci in person, you'd be like, I know that fucking face. Well, and it's it's even, you know, it's a little bit different because, you know, right now, 2000, 2000 years ago, even da Vinci, which is not 2000 years ago, right. we don't have an exact... We don't have video archives well, that's of exactly what, I mean. what they like, look like. This would be the best that yeah. we could get, like, because we know their faces. So you, We've seen approximations. And so you wouldn't, if you saw Leonardo da Vinci walking down the street, you'd be like, oh, that guy looks like, kind of looks right. like da Vinci. But you wouldn't know for certain that's exactly what they looked like. And yeah. here. In 2000 years, if someone saw JFK walking down the street. Exactly. Yeah. It's different because we have that exact, we know exactly what it looked yeah. like. Um, plus, they're probably wearing they're wearing the exact same clothes as the That's early true. videos. Yeah. So it's not like oh, we have a different haircut and he's in disguise or something. It's it's yeah. these are images that they're imprinted into people. Yeah. Um, plus, there is a testament that says destiny might return someday. Yeah, there it is. <sighs> and obviously, right. Eli figures that the other him. Assume there might be a, you know, time travel part of this. That that sounds like an Eli thing to do. Oh, 100%. So the locals lead their way to their little village. Um, yes, these people have radios. Don't be surprised that they have some technology. And I don't know who's fangirling yeah, more. not because they're your descendants. Yeah. yeah. Like, why is this weird? Yeah. Um, I don't know who's fangirling more, Ellie or Eli. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's amazing. It's adorable. <laughs> so as they walk through the woods, we get more lore dump. Um, this is, this group is from the planet Novus, which is where the civilization was founded 2000 years ago. Um, their people came here part of an expedition to find other viable worlds. Mm -hmm. So they used the gate to get here and then suddenly the gate wouldn't connect back to Novus anymore. Yeah. And Novus was the only planet in range for their Stargate. So this is why someone coming through the Stargate anyway was startling let alone who came through the stargate and we know the gate system here in this galaxy is not nearly as broad as the milky way or atlantis because they only plotted them as they needed to in the course yeah and all of that went down well before these two were born we learned later it was like 36 years so the village is a mix of sort of tent camping but still Fairly decent technology. Yeah, it's an interesting reveal when we get to the settlement because they they've been here for th over thirty years. Yeah, but they're not. They haven't built like solid housing. No, it makes me think that they're nomadic still and might be traveling yeah. according to the seasons. Okay, imagine how nice the weather must be if you can just live in like tarp houses yeah. all the time. Um, that the, there hasn't been a need to be like, no, we're going to need to build some brick houses because blizzards. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm wondering if they travel. Yeah. If they travel with the from, seasons. Yeah. Um, the kids are playing ball, uh, run to the elders who immediately recognize just who walked into the village. Yeah. Um, this one is Yazu. <laughs> I'm probably butchering the specific pronunciation of that name, um, which was Ray's father's name. Yeah. So it's kind I of that was cool. It was nice to see these uh these family names who are still surviving two thousand years later. I guess it makes sense because all the names would have originated from the crew, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So in one way or another, Ellie must be someone, Jason must be someone, you know what I mean? Or yeah. names that the crew knew yeah. as names. Because exactly. As societies, we decide what words are names and what words are words. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Um <clears throat> And it's all incredible and welcoming and tea is shared and they sit down and proverbially break bread. Mm. 
uh, old lady Betty <laughs> is like, Greer, you're more handsome in person. Yeah. And Greer's like, I like Betty. Sub, yeah. Sub Betty, yeah. <laughs> Greer would still hit that. I mean, Greer's going to try anything once. Gre- what I'm saying is uh, Greer is not going to, you know, age will not be a determining factor for Greer is what yeah. I'm more re- yeah, yeah, referring yeah. to. Um, Eli already is already asking to look at the written history and the videos and Ray's like, calm down. Just take, let's do step one. We'll get there. Calm down. (laughs) Um, But before anything else, Yaozu shares some ancient words of greeting, um, which Ray is very amazed at hearing and roughly translates to may all things go according to the wishes of those who hear it. Um, And Cantonese. After all these years. I wonder if it was like, she's surprised that she was able to pass that down. It's a combination of that and it survived 2,000 years. Right. Well, that too. Yeah. Whereas I'm more like, I'm not surprised a phrase like that, you know, because I can imagine it like, um, 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 I forgot the name of the, the, there's a word for like those sayings that have survived, you know, thousands and thousands of years. Um, I'm more surprised she would be able to recognize and translate it. And it yeah, wouldn't that's be 2000 years of playing telephone. Yeah. Yeah. A copy of a copy of a copy <laughs> yes. of a copy. That's yeah. the part I'm more amazed at. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's, that's actually very valid and probably more the truth. Yeah. But I can also imagine again, we're, we're, we're looking at a society where they've had 2000 years of not just written history, but recorded history, which means something can stay as it is because you have the original recordings as opposed to something that's only an oral tradition for thousands of years, you know, type thing. So. Because if you think about it, we've only had it, we've only had it, We've only had it. We've only had it. Um, when I say recorded history, I mean um, first person type um, audio visual recording for yeah. not that long. Like video recording. Yeah. I video mean, or re- even recording of records. Right. It's what? Just over 100 years at this point? I think, I mean, I think you could record voices, I think, in like the mid to late 1800s. Yeah. But only a couple. Um, so yeah, we're, we have, they have almost 2000 years more of audio visual recorded history than we do. So maybe it could survive and not be telephoned. Interesting. I'm kind of fascinated how that would have changed our culture. Having how, I think it would have been like less of a shift in our speech patterns, maybe? Maybe less of a shift in speech patterns, but I'm also, you know, you first you have a culture that probably doesn't have um, lost languages as much. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine, you know, if we had been able to record like languages or oral traditions, people, you, you wouldn't have lost as much of that, like, culture? Yeah, yeah, because you'd have it. Yeah, it's really about it's not it's not even just recording it, but whether it degrades or not. And it's, I guess that's really a combination. The yeah, yeah. Um, how faithful to the original can we stay? Yeah, because even you know, I'm even thinking of you know, because we mentioned what would King we Lear. Lose by that, yeah, because change is kind of the 
um, the catalyst for like really cool stuff. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking, cause I mentioned King Lear earlier, like, mm-hmm. you know, Shakespeare as it was written yeah. in, in Shakespearean time, you yeah. know, even that English is completely different than you know, British English as it is That's today. True. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Back on destiny. Uh-huh. They all report all of this back. And we sort of hear this in a couple different um, scenes through the ship. So there's a hundred people in this village. Mm-hmm. And there's a few others like it around the gate. It was Novus that had millions on the planet and all this advanced technology. Yeah. And we see again the same conversation in the control room. Um, it's the water cooler talk of the ship, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole um, Novus, whole ass planet situation. And they had, you know, this is a culture that had a head start technology wise because it had all of their knowledge. Right. And they weren't <laughs> yeah. sure they had gone back in time, but they knew it was a possibility, a good maybe. Um, they've been on this planet for 36 years. Mm-hmm. Novus was having natural disasters, volcanoes, earthquakes, and it was getting pretty bad. Um, plus there was a lot of political tension. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons this group went off to try to find other, you know, habitable right. planets. Right. So there's two None of this feels familiar at all. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Um, there was two countries. Mm-hmm. Um, basically. There's probably some like there was probably some small countries on islands going, I don't want to be a fucking part of any of this. There's mm-hmm. probably some Switzerland's in there. Yeah. Um, but there's two main countries based on very distinct political philosophies. Yeah. Tenera. Mm-hmm. Which are who these Novans are from the Tenera country. Uh-huh. Uh, and they follow the teachings of this book called The Testament, which some of this original Destiny crew wrote. Yeah. And then Park's like, huh, Tenera, that's the ancient word for the land of the young. <laughs> Weird. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> um,. And there's another group that basically blamed Eli for everything that happened. (laughs) And they assumed Rush was on Destiny and would come back and rescue them all. And basically saw Rush as like a messiah figure. And (laughs) I like that Eli's trying to quietly say this when Rush is just standing on the other side of the room. He was like, nobody tell him. Nobody look over there. Nobody look over there. And Rush gives no shits about any of this because Rush is like, I have no descendants on that planet. Yeah. Rush yeah. never went to the Doesn't planet. Matter, He's like, I'm I don't give here. any shits. This is, I'm not part of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, he kind of is though. And Brody jokingly guesses, what did they call it? Russia? <laughs> 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 and they're like, no, equally shitty for Tura. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about that. Brody's like, let's, what's wrong with that name? And Volker's oh. like, it's dumb. It's a, it's a little dumb. It's a little dumb. Also, apparently Brody came up with it. Yeah. I like how quickly he is to know. Like, I feel like he defends it with this weird gut instinct. Like, I've always wanted to name a planet. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this is a name he's been carrying forever. Yes. And then when the opportunity arose, he chose it. Yes. Yes. And he <laughs> he he helped found this group that blamed Eli and thought Rush would come back and save them. I feel like in this moment, we shouldn't be side-eyeing Rush as much as fucking Brody. I know. To know that Brody turned tail when I know. he did. Like, bruh. Um, so those on the planet figured the Stargate on Novus uh, went bye-bye via an earthquake, but they really have no clue what happened on their homeworld. Yeah. And for purely plot reasons, 
Look at this tiny thumb drive full of all the keto footage from their first years on the planet. Do you think that thumb drive was like under lock and key in a museum? Like, yes, it's like, yeah, it's like the fact that they let them take this. Well, I don't necessarily think so. Mm. I have a hunch that like the, that he said the original Kino is essentially a holy artifact. This is digital copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, they, there's a copy a of copy of the Bible. It's not I was say this is there's a copy of this in every hotel room. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. We can say it. We can say it. So, Rush is again just annoyed about all of this and just wants to get the lime and fucking get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And Eli's like, actually, the locals are gathering everything we need and then some. So maybe we should chill the fuck out. Yeah. Rush is like, good. Then maybe something useful will come from all of this. Mm-hmm. And Park looks at Brody and is like, you seriously founded a whole goddamn country on this asshat would come and save you? Ew. And he's like, and you named it Fertura? Yeah. Must have sucked. It's a font. It is a font. It is a font. Don't worry. I'll get into that font later. (laughs) So um, when Eli said the locals were helping him gather things, he wasn't kidding. Yeah. There is so much stuff gathered by the Stargate. It's like they had stores. It's funny because they talk about how they're just barely making it. It's like, I think you guys were doing okay. No, no, no. That's not. No, I don't get that. Here's here's that's not my read of it. Okay. Okay. They first of all, it's not just the line they got, but there's medicinals. There's food. There's probably also like crafts and gifts. They're taking back in stretchers. Here's my thing. If all of a sudden you your saw. Your God showed up. Essentially, yeah. you're, they're like, take. Anything we don't absolutely need, we'll yeah. go gather more shit later. Yeah, I don't necessarily think they're giving up the shirts off their back. They're literally will. giving them the shirts off their back is yeah. the vibes I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and on Destiny's side, James is doing what she can to channel Grace and organize everything that's coming in. It's like Christmas. I'm very proud. I'm very proud of her until she gets to the point where she's like, ah, fuck it. Just put that thing right there. <laughs> I'll figure it out Although later. I don't know how long she's been going because yeah. there are some things where I'm like, I'm not ready to think about that exactly. one. Set it aside. That's it in aside. the later. Th- this is a safe pile for later. We're going to think about this for later because this is going to require more thoughts. Yep. Do you give me all the easy shit first? Exactly. Let's get that out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ray is leading a tour of the ship for a few of them. Yazoo, yeah. Betty, Jason, and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Leading them to the bridge. And Volker is like just kind of in awe that the word awesome has lasted for 2000 yeah, years. Yeah, what a cool. <laughs> Do you think that was written in or the kid just accidentally said awesome? They're like, keep it. Keep uh, it. I have no clue. Interesting. I like the latter though. Yeah. Um, Rush was just on his way out, again, mm-hmm. wanting nothing to do with any of this because, again, his ego is so big. He's not a part of this. He and he, for, yeah, he's not part he of like this. It. Yeah, yeah. He's not one of the shining stars. In fact, he's the opposite. Yeah, and because the kid, the younger kids are like seemingly terrified by him and like not looking at him. Yeah. And once he he leaves, we learn why. Okay. Before you say the why. Yeah. This is. I feel like this is our goal in life as old ladies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. He. So he leaves in a big huff mm-hmm. about everything because everything sucks. Mm-hmm. And we learn that among those less enlightened. They see Rush as a demon who rips souls out of human bodies and takes them to hell where they suffer for all eternity. Yes. And Park's like, ha, 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 ha. Funny how things Weird. get twisted over time. And Volker's like, no, no, no. 
I feel like she started the rumor. That's why she's extra yeah. weird about it. She's like, fuck, I can't believe that word. And so she feels a tiny bit guilty, but also it worked. Listen, my I have been very vocal about my life goal is to be like the crazy witch at the end of the lane. Yeah. That like only those who are brave enough step to come to step on the lawn are the ones that will notice that she's actually just a green witch who will bake you cookies and give you tea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, um, and apparently many Faturans worship Rush like a god, so clearly they won't be telling him about that part. Yeah. So let me get to why these episodes are my favorite. Eli plugs in the original Kino footage. Oh, right. Um, so the first parts we see is like Chloe, it, it, Chloe and TJ are there with, with Eli as he's doing this. And we see Eli showing the spot that they're going to found the village on. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day it'll be a big city. And they're planning on the long-term future already. And they voted on the name of the planet. Eli's like, it should be ancient. And Volker says, how about Novus Mundus? It means new world. And everyone's like, well, Mundus is dumb. Mundus is a little dumb. So Novus. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just new. Yep. New what? And Eli figures new everything. It new. <laughs> what more do you want? New. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you could have just called it Earth. Novus Terra. Novus Terra. Novus Terra. It's better than Novus Mundus. It is better than Novus Mundus, but Novus is pretty good on its own. Well, here's my thought. Like, its official name is, you know, like, Novus Terra. But it's just, most people just call it Novus. Well, it's like, what's the ancient word for junior? Can yeah. we call it Earth Junior? <laughs> like, let's at least inject a little humor into it. Novus too. Also, why don't these people all speak ancient? Yeah. Anyway. I mean... Well, you know, here's the thing. My hunch is that ancient is essentially Latin on that planet. Yeah. Where, like, that's the thing that you learn, like, in college. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. So they're sorting everything out in the gate room as Ray's tour ends. And thanks all around. The Novans are thankful for all the questions and the answers they've had answered. Um, They have one big one left to ask. Um... Will you take us home? Yeah. Hey, while you're here, superhero ancients who can do everything in the whole world. Just because it can't dial doesn't mean that Novus was destroyed. And like, look how big this ship is. Okay, but it kind of probably does mean that. I like how hopeful they are. Yeah. But also like, that's probably I mean, look what happened to the Stargate on this planet. Doesn't mean you can't, the whole planet's destroyed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stargate's a real fragile in this they universe really compared yeah. to a whole planet. They're not made of the same stuff. Um, they were supposed to just build a colony here, and they were supposed to build a colony with support and help from Novus, and they've been barely surviving for 36 years. Mm-hmm. And also an interesting point that Yazoo points out, you know, they have to deal with the fact that the Fraturans were so close to being right. Here is the crew of the Destiny and Rush that is here to rescue them? Yeah. But that's not really the lore, right? It's that it was going to rescue them early, but I well, guess now that it's twofold because you have the you have the testament mm-hmm. which was, you know, which is followed in I forget the name, Youngland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
that was like destiny might return. Right. But then you had the the Futura side that was like Rush is going to save us. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to live in that. <laughs> so Eli and Ray are arguing loudly on the side of helping these people. Oh yeah. Both, it's very clear what they want to do. Yeah, both the fact that they're humans asking for help. Yeah. And we are so far out in space and but, so isolated, it's very rodnesque. Roddenberry. Yeah, to not reach to use the help. word quandary again, but the moral quandary is like what real reason do we have to not help them? Yes. This is other a very, than helping ourselves. This is a very base human, and also thing. they basically are us. So yeah. helping them is helping ourselves. Um, they gave so much of what they have to us, even when they barely have enough to survive on their own. Right. In pessimistic rush figures, well, they only gave us shit. So that they we could help them off the planet, and I'm like, That's the so fucking matter, yeah. So that part's kind of weak. It's like. It's not like he said they gave it to us so then they could take over the ship or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter why they did it. Yeah. But it's a lot of people. And Eli figures, I've, he figured out where Novus is. It's mm-hmm. like a week. Yeah. And yes, it would be cramped and tight. And But the line we but got on this planet, we could make it there before CO2 becomes a problem again. Yeah. And Russia's like, but they'll drain all our resources. Mm. But on the flip side, maybe they're so advanced on Novus now that they could help fix the entire ship. Yeah. Or maybe they're all dead from earthquakes. Yeah. The risk is great. The risk is quite great. Mm -hmm. And so the leading theory before these people left 36 years ago is that the planet was kind of slowly being ripped apart because there was a rogue black hole that was coming close to the solar system, which is, you know, not good. Yeah, but I mean, how long do black holes take to get somewhere? I know. I'm just channeling Eli here. They're very slow moving. Yeah, they're not like rushing over there. And tidal forces could rip the entire solar system apart. Again, like, well, that could happen now. It could happen in hundreds of years. Exactly. At least long enough for you to get people on the planet for them to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could use all their supplies to get there and then find Alderaan. Yeah. Or a planet that is still in the process of tearing itself apart. And the drones are still out there somewhere. We have no clue how they're tracking yeah, us. Yeah, don't forget to add that little number. Rush is just poo pooing any plan he can, which is, you know. The Rush way. Yeah. Rush doing what Rush does is instead of having a solution, just telling it how all the other solutions are wrong. Best Young can do with the information he has in front of him is to go to Novus, which is on their path. See what's up and see if you can help them fix their gate. I think that's a very um, practical solution. And I would say this. This could have been sold better to the locals. If it wasn't like, but first make sure to take all their supplies. Yeah. If that part wasn't, if you weren't fucking salivating. Yeah. It might have been it easier became, to became like, Eli mentions it here in a bit as like an afterthought. Yeah. So... Um, Kino Flash mm-hmm. uh, to TJ giving birth. She was pregnant again. Um, she does not like being filmed but giving birth. Welcome to any person alive. Yeah. Uh, Ray and Chloe are helping her. Um, she is actively birthing that child. And t- our TJ is obviously clearly getting emotional watching this for very obvious reasons. Yeah. And that's when Young arrives. 
clear from their interaction that they have patched things up and this is their baby. Yeah, I... I guess this all happens... Does this all happen? The wormhole. Yep. This happens after what's-his-name's on the ship, It right? is after is on the ship, but before they were able to get closer to each other. Sure, but he's still there. He's still there. So there could have still been an opportunity for them to get close. Yes. But I will say this. Um, human nature is to go back to comfortable homeostasis. I guess, yeah. A thing you know is safe. Also, once they get on the planet... Like, Young is, obviously he becomes their their leader, sure. as we'll see, but he's not like, their lives are not on the line every other day as much. Yeah, yeah. The guard comes down a little. Maybe yeah. there's an opportunity to do to be the better guy. And they can actually have, you know, that conversation that they've been meaning to have for sure. like a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very possible. So, I can see. Yeah. Um... But this, as Eli says, their son is the first baby born on Novus. Whoa. Um, we get another shot. Eli is a... Wait, before we move yep, away yep, from this, yep, can yep. we talk about the fact that yes. they give the baby to Young before they give it to oh, TJ? Oh, yeah, that no. Was like, um, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I... Give that I, woman the baby that she just shoved yes. out of her fucking loins without yeah, yeah, anesthesia. Yeah. Uh-huh, no, that part I was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I just wanted to blank that You out. get that baby second. Yeah. Sir? Sir? Sir. That is not your baby You yet. need to immediately hand that child over. Yeah. <laughs> you get to say hi second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, unless that mother is physically unable to hold that yeah. child. Yeah. You no. give her that baby. You give that baby yeah. to her first. Yeah. You're uh, lucky it took you only those couple seconds because otherwise she would have taken that She would have eaten you. Yeah. So <laughs> and fed you to the baby. Probably baby bird in the back. Baby, to the baby needs protein. Yeah, baby needs all the things. So some ten years later, as we quickly yes. learn, uh, Eli is in a button that I love. How how do we show Eli the fashion, old? Yeah, the no fashion hoodies. choices on this planet. Because we'll see later, young in like a fucking three piece suit. How did they make these? Like you can weave. Well, you can, but yeah. it's like. The three-piece suit was your first choice with a full... Like, 10 years? Like, that's like tw- 10 or 15, 20 years later, though. The yeah, first choice. I, I just feel like... I don't know that a three-piece suit would be my priority if it I'm would not building be. a society. It would you not know what be. I mean? There's nice tonics yeah. that could be put together that uh-huh. you can weave. Yeah. Maybe that's our priority. Oh, this is... I find the... It's... You can tell the people who were on the ship... As they like cosplay as like a quasi colonial American that's sort East of, yeah, Coast. That's vibe. the part where I'm like, why so much fabric on yeah. our bodies? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> Clearly, that's, that's not where my ancestors came from. Because nope. my brain is like, no, no yeah. pants. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> okay, I'm Whereas done. I'm still like, sleeves are bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm more like, you've had to hand weave all this shit. I'm going to need you to do a bunch of no waste fashion. Well, it's like, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to keep building. Like, sure, a fancy piece, you get a high color. Mm-hmm. You don't get a fold over color. Just saying. Buttons, get the fuck out of here with your buttons. Anyway. Listen, I have a hunch that someone is like me and just needs things to do. Well, just A, needs things to do, and B, you know, wants to make new fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> 
there. I mean, it's all very nice. It's all very nice. Um, anyways, Eli with his slick back hair, a few wrinkles, and his button down. Yeah. Um, their little village is coming along. Yep. As kids run by, it's very I think I would just make all my clothes look like it's the Shire. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Where's the comfort in this clothing? Where's the comfort? I would also be digging some earthen homes. Come on. Yeah. What's better than a roof you can grow shit yep, on? Yep, yeah. Anyways, he says it's a struggle at times, but it's very idyllic, it looks. Um <coughs> and he, you know, Eli finds it fun to make this world. Yeah. And to make these things. And his his only regret is that he wishes his mother could see what he's done and what he's built and to meet her grandson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, even further Aww, down the line, yeah. even further down, it's hard to judge how much later this is, um, but young is older. I, yeah, I feel like it can't be that much later because... Unless in five years. Well, his face, like his hair is older. Yeah. He's moving around real sprightly. Like, they didn't age him enough for him to be, like, slowing down. Yeah. Well, I also have a hunch that, you know, he... I have have the feeling that Young is one of those guys who will be very active into his later years. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, they didn't... And this could have been an actor's choice. Yeah. But they didn't choose to have him, like, be a little bit slower in his movements. This is why I'm figuring 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. He's recalling back to where they got to this planet. Um, and this is the moment we learn where these countries split. Yeah. Um, and you, he's like, you can't deny what this amazing feeling it is to look around and see everything here they built with their hands. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's really cool. As, uh, yeah, as someone who likes to make shit that's practical, love it. Uh, yeah. and he knows, you know, his time as their leader has not been perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, but he tries his best and he knows that they will survive as a group. Yep. And um, they'll prosper as long as they can remember, above all, that they need each other and they need to help each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a concept to start a civilization on. Yeah. Our strength is each other. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Takes a village. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um. And our Eli showed our young this Mm -hmm. to try to sway his decision. Yeah. He's like, they are us. Like, you can, this is something Eli has, it is one of those, like, what kind of assholes would we be if we don't help these people who literally are the best versions of us? And young kind of also has this point. And young's like, look, I hate to say, this is great. Mm -hmm. I'm all for this. But we're in a situation of what we should do and what we can do are just so far apart. Sure. Okay. And it's a hard truth and it's really hard to face. And this is the type of decision that Young has to shoulder. Yeah. That Eli doesn't have to deal with the consequences of being the one who has to make these decisions. He has the privilege of living in an ideal mindset. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's actually a conversation that... Um, I had recently with a couple of people, including my nieces who are now older. And it's like, there's a lot of ways that we can do better for our world and a lot of things that we can think about, but there's also a certain privilege that allows us to, like yes. some of us are just fucking surviving. Yeah. And so we can't judge those who are in that survival position yeah. for not doing the quote unquote right or better thing yes. for the world. 
Yeah. And it's, there's also that thing, uh, you know, of we can't, we can't do everything. Right. Right. And that's what it is. It's like, Eli, we don't want you to change. We want you to keep being this person who thinks this way and lives this way. But yeah. you're ultimately, you have the privilege to do that uh, because you're not the one who has to make those final hard calls. Exactly. However, we need you to keep thinking this way so yeah. that there is always a conscious center. Exactly. And so yeah. Young is like, I get this. I think it's fantastic to start a civilization. And I think this is a core truth of who I am, that yeah. we need each other. We need to help each other. But like again what i should do is do that yeah it's not necessarily what i'm able what to do. can do yeah i don't have the capacity to do that right now like exactly yeah eli just wants to go say goodbye which is completely valid mm-hmm. so on the planet eli and ray others are there too which we come to find out later um have to explain to these people it's not a question of not wanting to help it's about resources yeah this is the part where you could have brought in way earlier that the way we're going to help you is we're going to go to try to fix the Stargate because that can be a greater help for you in the long run. Yep. Um, you can see everyone hates this. Yeah. There's probably more than a couple Novans who are a little bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have said this before you took all our resources. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Um, Yazoo sees that the Futurans were wrong after all, and if only they had known that Earlier, they would have saved generations of conflict. Yeah. Which, oof. Yeah. And again, Eli's like, we're going to try to get the gate working. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, don't give up hope yet. It's not It's not how you think it is. We're going to call you back, I swear. <laughs> you know, like, it's that vibe yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And that's when the drones arrive. They hear the yeah. sounds, and it takes them a moment to actually see one overhead. They have to get out of here now. They need to hide. Where can we hide? And Yazoo's like, there's no caves. We just have this. Yeah. Um, so Scott calls an audible and it's like, everyone's the gate. Evacuate now. I, lo- I love this idea that came to me here. This uh, That was really self-gratifying. But what if the drones are here in a really weird, like, Groundhog Day-ish approach where every time you make the wrong decisions. Oh, yeah. The drones show up and be like, nope, think again. Try that again. Try again. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Shift your thinking. Like, you were almost home. You were, if you had just decided to take these people yeah. to their planet, the we, planet would have been there. Exactly. Like, they're sent by whatever the greater beings of our life force are. And they're like, nope, think again. The you ascended fucked up. You ancients fucked up. are sending yeah, yeah, this yeah. shit. <laughs> anyway. This whiplash is real confusing to Yazoo. Yeah, I bet. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's no time to explain. Go now. As the drones start firing at the village, destroying as much as they can. Yeah. We see in space, they are also attacking Destiny. Mm-hmm. So they do have the ability to jump, but obviously they have people on the planet. Yep. Um, Brody tells Young that Scott's already dialed in. He's asking to evacuate the village. You can see this moment. Park is watching him real carefully. Yeah. Worried about what he's going to say. And he's like, yeah, no, do it. Just get, let's GTFO. This is a different situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no time to think. We'll hold them off. And I can imagine Young would never want to say this out loud. Mm-hmm. But there is, because this is a question of resources, like this is one village of the planet. Yeah. So this is like a quarter or less yeah. of what they're originally planning. So yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a different math equation. Yeah. Woo. Um. But the, like the dimin- imminent death part also changes things. Yeah. The, you... Different decisions are made in crisis than they are yeah. when you have all the time in the world. 
So I wonder if the drones are also attacking the other villages. Mm -hmm. We how much would that suck with no context? Yeah, I feel like we don't ever go back to this idea. Well, or do we just bring everybody on? I think we do. Mm -hmm. And the reason I think we do it is mentioned at the end of the episode that Russia has figured that they'll have ended up in the same place they were at the beginning. Yeah. And Eli had already done the math equation. If they took everyone on the planet, they would have enough to get to the planet. Right. So I know they go back. I have a hunch. They weren't going to just pick up this village yeah. and just leave everyone else. Yeah. That's so fair. I think they got everyone on the planet. Yeah. But okay. still, this attack is happening without context in the yeah. other villages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's frantic on the planet. Everyone's running. Um, everyone seems to at least have a small bag with either what they could grab or their most valuable stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure they were told like an airplane, you know, leave all your stuff. But do you ever Does leave all your stuff? anybody leave all their stuff? Uh, yeah, I've been on airplanes recently <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Yep. Sure. It's like the fire alarm at work and they just leave the building. I'm like, well, I'm going to get my phone and my Here's purse with thing. me. Unless you're, if you're the guy sitting in the exit row, you're fucked. Yes. You got to get the fuck out. Yes. Everyone else, it's going to take a minute to get the fuck out of my seat and into wherever exactly. I need to go anyway. I might as well grab my insulin, yes. which is life saving. Yes. And well, probably my phone. <laughs> as someone who frequently flies in the exit row. Yeah. Um, my philosophy was this. Yeah. Okay. This uh -huh. is my philosophy. Cause when you're in the exit row, usually the like part of your responsibility is to help people off the ship. Sure. Um, my stuff that I'm ever going to want to grab is underneath the seat in front of me. Yeah. So I'm going to be helping everyone. And yeah. then no one's going to be kicking that out of the way. Cause it's safely under the seat in front of me. Yeah. As I can grab it on the way out. Yeah. That's different. Cause no one's waiting on you. Yeah. If you're clogging up the door, I'm kicking your ass out. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. That's you. That's my point. hundred percent. If yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. is taking their time and yeah. blocking me from an exit. Yes. Oh yeah. No, what, fuck buddy? you. Bye. I am going to football linebacker your yeah. ass out that plane. Yeah. You're either going or I'm going in front of, but you, I'm usually but... at the window when I'm in the exit row. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm going to be the one opening that door. Yeah. You're going to be opening the door, getting people out. Yeah. Although I'm fair. really glad I wasn't sitting in that spot on that one plane. Yeah. I almost was on planes with that, and then my flights all got fucked, so... As the person, job. again, who specifically picks exit row for the extra leg room. Yeah. Because I need it. Um, both times I flew, um, flights were grounded and redone yeah. and all the things because, yay, planes. Yay, planes. Um, so... Eli and Ray refuse to go through the gate until everyone is safe. Mm -hmm. They're worried. Like, I like, are they worried Scott's just going to leave people behind? I don't know. I think they're all in the mindset of like, no, get them all safe first. I, it's also like a personal responsibility thing, yeah, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James is doing a great job keeping things as organized as she can in the gate room of just keep moving. Everybody don't stop moving. Don't stop in the, again, don't stop in the exit. Don't stop in the thing. Just yeah. keep moving. Don't yeah, stop until so you hit a wall the and then turn and then continue moving. Yeah. Dogs. Yeah, sorry. I had to let them in. Um, so on the planet, big concern is how the drones are directly firing on the Stargate. Yeah. So there's clearly some intelligence here. They mm -hmm. know what these Stargates are. Yep. Um, we see them fire at the Stargate. Scott takes down a drone, and when the dust settles, big problem. That Stargate is missing a big sharp it's sharp not, bite out of it's that. It's not gonna work anymore. Yeah. You need a whole gate to get that to dial. Yeah. There is no longer a whole gate situation. You've got like three quarters of your chevrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we have learned these stargates 
They're beta gates. Yeah. They're not even alpha gates. This yeah. is this is like first round of gate They're technology. They're not the greatest, yeah, tech, yeah. They don't have the structural integrity of ones we're used mm. to. Yep. Because we have seen gates take a hit like that and keep open. Well, that's, I, again, that's what we learned. And my hope is that maybe somewhere else in other universes, there's gates that like, the. it's like... The, the the gates work like rotary phones. Yeah. Because you got to lock all uh-huh. of the chevrons. My hope is that eventually it's like, no, we're just going to like number punch these. Well, boom, 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 that's boom. what the Atlantis gates did, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, Atlantis yeah, yeah. gates didn't didn't fully rotate. That's fair. Yeah. Um, And those were before the Milky Way gates. So there's some cool ones coming. <laughs> On the ship, Rush knows that they can't really take any much more of this attack. They have to jump soon, and Brody radios at the gate. So, problem. The yeah. gate shut down, and we don't have all our people. And we can't dial the, the planet anymore. Mm-hmm. And Young has to make a really tough call. He tells him to jump. And Park is so yeah. shook by that call that she can't even act fast enough and Rush has to go over there and jump them. Yeah, she's not doing all right with this choice. It's it's not one she would have made, but here we are. On the planet, they've headed back to the village, which is kind of just a former village at this point. It was fireballed many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a debate as they're stranded. Like, are they stranded? Can Destiny return for them? Would they risk the possibility of more drones? Was the ship too damaged turn around? Like, these are all unknowns to them. Yeah. And they kind of have to explain the drones to the Novans, which yeah. check out their village, oh. generator, and long-range transmitters. Yeah. And and Ellie is like, well, why would they come here? Oh, we did that. That's us. As the crew just looks awkwardly at each other. Yeah, we super did that part. Yeah. Crew's like, how did they find us here? Like, how are they keep finding us anywhere? Yeah. They Eli- should be tech sniffers, right? Yeah, Eli has a new guess that it's the gate. That each gate, wormhole, or kawoosh is just this massive subspace event, and they must be tracking those from long range. Mm-hmm. And Ray realizes the technology for the settlements may have given them away as well, and they have to go warn them. And, like, the two teens just go bolting. Yeah. Crew's like, it might be too late. <laughs> Yikes. I'm hoping at the exact same moment is when Rush, Rush also realizes it might be the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, as Volker points out, they're just broadcasting their position through subspace. Yeah, I mean, it sucks because it is the the worst thing that they could have figured out. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I wish we'd thought of that so we could stop it. <laughs> so they're safe if they don't dial the Stargate. Mm-hmm. Which is their main supply line and travel. Yeah, it's their everything. It's the whole world. So they're going to be restricted to the shuttle for a while. Mm -hmm. At least until Rush can calculate they're safe again. They're far enough away. Yeah. Um, Everyone else is on team. So we're going to go save our people, right? Yeah. And Rush is like, well, why should we risk ourselves? Bruh. Demon men. And to the shock of pretty much everyone on the ship. Young is like, no, I agree with Asshat over here. Yeah, fucking hell. Demon man. That's all. So the people they could save are settling into the cargo bay. TJ's providing first Mm -hmm. aid, and Young breaks the news to Yaozu that they aren't going back. Yep. Um, Scott finds Eli at the gate, Mm -hmm. plugged in, checking something. The gate won't dial, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, But gates can communicate with each other via subspace. Yeah. 
Um, because that's how they know, like, hey, I'm a gate here type yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm gate. And so he's wondering if he can use that to talk to Destiny mm-hmm. and tell him that the drones are gone and to come pick them up. He, he's using the same amount of faith. This is what came to mind. Of today. the heart? No, yes. As when you're little and you call collect and you do that, mom, pick me up. And then you just yeah. know that mom will show up. You just, the blind faith we yeah. had of like, she's coming. Yep. I left the She thing. definitely heard that. Yep. Um. <laughs> so it's like, so are the drones going to come back? And Eli's like, I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. He's real sure in his voice. Um. It's, listen, communicating this way is like a fraction of a whisper compared to an active gate. Mm-hmm. So it's a calculated risk. And also it's a crapshoot is if the destiny could even pick it up, but it doesn't matter. Cause right now all Eli can do is turn it off and turn it back on again, which obviously gives Scott an idea. And I'm shocked. Eli didn't think of it first. Yeah. <laughs> so Brody and Volker are too absorbed in arguing, which is a better name, Novus Mundus or Fratura, oh to be God. able to realize that there is a gate flickering red yeah. and green Hello. might be it's Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, 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 can we focus on the task at hand? It's the same way that it takes, like, Scott for Eli to realize, oh, I could do Morse code, as it took for Young to give these two brainiacs the idea that it's Morse code. Yeah. Again, it it was just like, just the, I fucking just lost my thought, but the idea that it was like Young and they're losing their mind, so he's like, get Chloe and Rush. Yeah. Get someone who's going to stay focused on the task hand. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested, because I know everyone listening to this podcast is, Fratura was released in 1927. <laughs> Older than you think, right? Yeah. No, I guess it makes sense for the era. Yeah. It's very um, Bauhausy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not technically part of the Bauhaus movement, but clearly okay. inspired by. Mm-hmm. It was designed by Paul Renner as part of the new Frankfurt Project, which was this kind of architectural and art affordable housing project in Frankfurt. Because this was a time where they put a lot of money and effort and to make a housing project look beautiful and like a home to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people are involved in it. It was this really big project. Obviously, it's heavily in, based on the circle. Um, it was very bold when it was released. It's mm-hmm. still very popular today. It's yeah. honestly one of my favorite fonts. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting to see where so it's very similar to another well-known fault gill sands okay uh, and it's actually kind of interesting to see where that was popular um because of when this was released in 1927 mm-hmm. and considering it is a german font um gill sands is more popular in places like the uk Oh, okay. And places like that. Yeah. And there's also this really interesting history that I did not get to fully read into for this. Um, in how in how the font was looked at and how popular it was in tangent with the rise of the Nazi regime. Oh, in interesting. Germany. Because at a time that in like more Germanic block letter style fonts. Sure. Versus the more Roman sans serif, which is kind yeah. of where Futura fits into. They Their popularity actually went back and forth in the 30s and 40s. Okay. Like, because at one point, it became, the more Germanic black letter became more popular 
as the rise of the Nazi regime. But then there was apparently this thought that it looked um, because one of the fonts was actually designed by a German Jewish man. And because they went, oh, that looks too much like Hebrew. And then all of a sudden this like sans serif shift. So it was this really interesting back and forth. Yeah, um, I mean it makes sense. Nothing exists in a vacuum, so of exactly course culture shifts. What? Th- so that's about, yeah. It's really interesting how it's fit in. How even things like fonts fit mm-hmm. into yeah cultural changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still used in logos today. It's still used in TV and film. Um, for a while, it was the font Sesame Street used for its letters. Oh yeah. Um. It was a favorite font for NASA during the Apollo era, which not gonna lie, that's probably why it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And it's still highly influencing fonts this day. Fonts like Avenir, Century Gothic, <laughs> Gotham. These are all fonts that are heavily, heavily based on Futura fonts. Makes sense. Um, nice. Font history is really fun. It's also very niche and nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have a lot of good documentaries like Helvetica. I like, love the documentary. And I will say that while I probably know more font lore than the average person i don't get nearly into it as some other people i'm also not someone who can identify fonts just by looking at them because i know some like font people who can just look at a font and go that's what that is yeah 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 um i'm not necessarily that person (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's uh, for tours one of my favorite fonts I know there are a couple books on specifically the history of this font. Okay. Um, I can't tell you the name of it, them, but they exist. We'll, you know we'll, we'll find them. You know it's we'll your you good friend? Later. Googles. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. We'll back get to there. Stargate. Yeah. Maybe the next day, <laughs> maybe a few days later, mm-hmm. as everyone is waking up on the planet, the best part of waking up yeah. is a sad fire. <laughs> Scott comes running back to camp that Eli did it. It worked. (laughs) And above them flies not one, but two shuttles from Mm -hmm. Destiny. Remember, we stole shit from that other Destiny. Cheers all around. Tears, I'm sure. And Scott already told Young that they are going to take all of these people Everybody's coming. On Destiny a week later. Yeah, I like that we get this little sense. You like... Let's just wrap it up by having these people chat it yep. out. Yeah. This episode's getting long. Um, <laughs> the ship is packed. Long lines to get food. Rations, I'm sure, are strictly enforced. Yeah. It's been pretty much a week. Even Eli is like, guys, I want to help and don't take this the wrong way, but I'm really glad we're almost there. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up. Scott's actually found this a bit fun. Mm. Like a big sleepover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, imagine like the stories. There's like got to be like a party going every night, not in like, you know, like in terms of like dancing and storytelling and culture sharing and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I feel like at what night do you get sick of it? Are you just like at night three? Are you like, I'm out. But like it goes. But at what point do you get sick of it? Like I'm out at night three. I don't think I would inside this week Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they've been alone on this ship for so long sure. that it's like you uh, i'll take any underestimate my powers of introversion oh i'm not saying for you yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah. for me 
as fair. we've clearly discussed, as yeah. much as I don't think I am sometimes, yeah. I am what you might call an extrovert. I think there was for too long, I was thinking about that the other day, for too long people have placed the introvert label on people who are nerds. Yes. And it just isn't true. It's because there is <sighs> there is a thing, It's it's like a different, because obviously those are not uh, two monoliths of how people are. Yeah. But there is there is like a subroot of extroverted people, which I am a part of, who is like, I still want quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I still sometimes will need to not be around people. Sure. But I get I get the energy. I don't necessarily want it loud. Yeah. I don't want the big traditional extrovert is like, you know, big parties and everything. Yeah. I don't want it loud. But I do get the like uh, inspiration, you like being around people, and energy of yeah. being around people, but yeah. just quietly. <laughs> yeah. Certain <laughs> levels of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's fair. Quietly. This is what I said. My 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 favorite, you know, party I would like to do is just everyone quietly reading. Okay. Your dog's in a box. Yeah, he's found a box that's now for him. But he's got it now. We'll see how long it lasts. Okay. We'll we'll see if it makes it to the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean he's already trying to drag it away, but <laughs> he's standing. <laughs> I love I love dog logic where he's like, I'm gonna drag this box away. I mean, I'm standing in the box, but I can still pull the box, yeah. right? <laughs> he's just standing there. The happiest dog in the entire it's world. Fine. It's probably I'm telling you he's part cat. Look what I did. Um dog, cat, dog. <laughs> so you can make sound it's fine the whole podcast knows he's doing it <laughs> so I, there's a, a lovely husband jesse trying to silently take box from dog <laughs> um park says russia is somehow grumpier than usual which again bar's yeah. fucking low yeah. but i guess you can like turn into a liquid to get underneath it yeah. um and they have used all the lime they got from the planet Mm-hmm. Good to good use, though. Yeah, I mean, they're alive. Uh, apparently, some of the Novans want to stay on board, which, if that happens, all depends on how many people want to stay aboard. And I can expect there might be some people on board who might want to stay if the planet's nice. Yeah, I, w- I might. I might be like, hey, they've got TVs here. Also, they're probably going to, like, revere me as a very fancy person. Yeah, hey, <laughs> this is a place I can play video games in. I can play video games here and like I probably I don't have to do shit except tell them about myself. Yeah. Like you this is a world where you can make bank as speaking gigs. Could you imagine? I want that. You want like it. That would be you'd 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 be pretty set off. It'd be pretty well. Yeah. It'd be pretty a comfortable life. You yes. Any of these people, if they if this culture was intact instead of the barren frozen wasteland that we find out it is, you'd be set. Yeah. Um, Eli figures from reports that have found to him that there was years before the earthquakes were going to be critical, but mm-hmm. there is the other issue that apparently both sides on this planet had nuclear weapons. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah. How serious was it there? <laughs> it was um, not great. And when you also have that level of natural disasters happening, these planet wide you know, this is beyond any sort of natural disasters we found here on on Earth right yeah. now. The question is, is would that tear these two countries apart in a race for resources? 
Or would this bring the two halves together to solve the problem as a whole, as was the whole point of older Young's message about we're here to help each other? Yeah. I want to be hopeful because, you know, there's no consequences in hoping for it. Listen, so I'm say yes. That we brought them together. Full Roddenberry-esque in my yeah, life. why the fuck not? Why not tell ourselves that? Um, and, and they point out that after all, these are their descendants. And they've passed down their knowledge and their understanding. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're like, but also our disagreements. Yep. Young arrives. They're about to drop out. And Young or Scott is going to be the first to fly recon. And, yep. and Eli gets to go as well. Um, Jason, Eli, and Yazoo are also on the shuttle. Um, mostly clouds as they fly in. Big red flag. Mm-hmm. No radio signals. N- yeah. Big red flag. Yeah. That's fair. That is the biggest flag I've seen flying yeah. anywhere. Hi. Are you licking into the mic? So they're listening on the shuttle bridge to all this. There is a thick layer of dust and ash. Mm-hmm. And it's That's very... That's probably fine. And it's very cold on the surface. That's Everything's fine. I like that immediately they're like, shit, nuclear winter. Yeah, that's what the immediate thing Park goes to is nuclear fucking winter. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. And they get their first view of the city. Mm-hmm. It's huge and empty, but intact. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We're almost done. <laughs> this dog is actively trying to jump into my lap. So they aren't picking up any EM signals. Mm-hmm. And they figure it's not actually nuclear winter. It's pretty close to it. The extreme volcanic activity. Yeah. Listen, it's kind of like a nuclear winter, but not caused by misunderstanding and fear. Yeah. So. It's like, at least they didn't kill each other. Exactly. They just killed the environment, which then killed them. Well, if it is a black hole, they didn't kill the environment. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is outside forces that they could do nothing about. And it's not like they picked the planets. Mm -hmm. So there is no movement. Nothing showing life. Um, they fly down closer to the surface. They fly around the suburbs. They fly between the buildings. There is no sign of any people. No smoke from fires. No tracks in the snow. No sign of anything for a very long time. It's, it's not good. And there were millions of people who lived here. Mm-hmm. So where did they all go? Where are all the people? They're living underground. Uh, to be continued. In an episode called Epilogue. Yikes. That's fine. They're probably all dead, but I want to hope that they were living deep underground. Um, like the, what is it? The Janai? Yeah, the, the Janai were underground. Um, but hopefully nicer than they were. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully not the asshats the Janai were. So we've got three episodes left. We do have three episodes left. I don't want to. But you do. But I do, but I don't want it to end. Um. We have started planning about what will happen. I'm not going to think about it yet. Well, I was just going to say, I was just going to let the people know that we have started thinking about what we'll do. Yes. Yes. We have started thinking about it. We will do something. It will not be the same shape and form. And I'm not going to think about it today. I will think about it tomorrow. Until then. (laughs) Thanks for having us back. Yes. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Two weeks. We're going back to the two two week schedule. With epilogue. Um, Until then, you can find us. Uh, you can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Um, love you, like us, rate us, review us. We're going to go before the dogs attack everybody.